Welcome to the Swing Podcast, the Seattle Mariners pod. I'm your host, Jack Powers. We have game one versus Detroit in Seattle. Last homestand of the year. It's a four-game homestand. One day, it's a two-game series, or what do you call it? Doubleheader, sorry. And Seattle going into this game, 87-71, and 71, and Detroit is 65-93. and 93. It's a six. It was a 6:40 p.m. game. It was game one. Kirby took the mound, who's eight and four of the year with a 3.21 ERA, and Garcia took the mound for Detroit with a one and zero record and a 3.29 ERA. Going into this game, the Mariners were holding wild card two. They were two and a half games back to Toronto, and they have a game and a half lead on Tampa Bay. Now the lineup going into the game was. J-Rod, who ended up being the designated hitter instead of playing center field. And then Ty France, Mitch Haniger, Eugenio Suarez, Cal Raleigh, Jared Kelnick, who was playing center field, Dylan Moore, Sam Haggerty playing left field, who was a late game substitution, I believe, for Jesse Winker. It has not been announced why he was not in the game yet. And then Adam Frazier. So nice thing is to see J-Rod back from the 10-day injured list with the low back tightness and all that it's good to see him back right before the playoffs hopefully he can you know get cooking before he gets to that playoff level ball where he will probably need to show up for us in a clutch situation and then some just um, announcements with the roster moves and everything Kurt Casale came back from the paternity list which ends up sending O'Keefe who got his first major league baseball hit he goes back to AAA and by the way O'Keefe had a crazy 72 hours with the Mariners he gets his first big league call gets to see the Mariners on the roster make it to the playoffs for the first time in 21 years and then on top of that he gets his first major league baseball hit in a hungover game the next day so quite the crazy 72 hours he got to experience that anyways he's going back down the triple a with Kirk Casale back from the paternity list and then Abraham Toro uh, ended up being optioned the triple a I was very surprised when I saw this. Not that I'm not surprised because of his playing. I'm not the biggest fan of Toro, but I was surprised to see this move right now. But nonetheless, I'm I'm not like upset about it. I don't think anybody really is upset about it. And then uh, Valdez, who many people aren't talking about, I just want to make say he cleared waivers today and he's outrighted the AAA. Anyways. Also, on another note, if you haven't known, Jerry DePoto promoted Justin Hollander to general manager. Since Jerry DePoto earlier in the year became president of baseball operations, people kind of expected this. Now, Justin Hollander, Hollander, who has always kind of had a GM role with the Mariners under DePoto, is now officially our general manager. He will still report to Jerry DePoto, and he's been with the club for the last six years. So he's been a key role in the Mariners' development and grabbing new players key player in getting Castillo to sign an extension with the Mariners for the $108 million, five years, and a key player in the Luis Castillo trade and working with that. So that's really nice to see. 
Anyways, let's just get right into this ball game. George Kirby on the mound, obviously, but did not start hot. Top of the first, Akil Badu with a leadoff walk, and then he steals a base right away. And then Miguel Cabrera comes up with an RBI single to center field, giving Detroit a 1-0 early lead. But the Mariners bounce back quickly. Julio Rodriguez gets a leadoff single, first at bat back from the 10-day IL. Then Ty Francis hit by a pitch, putting a runner on first and second. And then Mitch Hanniger flies out, move, allows Julio the move to third, and Eugenio Suarez with an RBI sack fly to score Julio Rodriguez from third. So that ties up the game 1-1, just kind of playing easy baseball. And then top third, two innings later, Javier Baez hits a two-run bomb to center field, the 17th of the year off of Kirby, giving Detroit a 3-1 lead. And then in it, inning later, Victor Reyes had an RBI single to right field, and that would score Cody Clemens, making 4-1 the lead for Detroit. And then another, you know, inning. Good, eh, let's just say he went through four innings. Kirby had to be taken out. He went four innings pitched, six hits, four runs, four earned, three walks. He gave he got five strikeouts. He allowed that one home run, the Baez. But the Detroit guys fouled off 32 pitches. They fouled off 32 pitches on Kirby. That's a killer when it comes to pitch count. His fastball was recorded two miles per miles per hour lower than average. So that's not good to see, obviously. And so hopefully this was just kind of a throwaway game. It does worry me when it comes to the playoffs, and that now makes me think, oh, maybe I don't want Kirby the pitch. I know I've been saying, oh, I kind of want Kirby the pitch in the playoffs. This isn't the start we wanted. I'm going to have to go back and look at the last seven from all these guys and see who's the best. I do think now Castillo does get the nod, though, in a playoff game, but that's for later talk. Anyways, 4-1, Detroit's leading, bottom of the fifth. Adam Frazier puts the Mariners on the board. Outfield deep. Line drive, that will work. Demo getting the wave on. Manny going to send him. Digging for third, Haggerty. Nicely done. Base hit, Adam Frazier. 4-2 ball game. Runners at the corners and Julio coming up. So with Adam Frazier's RBI single to right field to score Dylan Moore, that would make the lead for Detroit only 4-2. Cuts it to two-run deficit. And then an inning go, two innings nearly go by. And then Julio comes up with a double that he said apparently he was going to get before even the game started. Expecting to play in the outfield at least one game tomorrow. There you go into the gap. Julio coming up large tonight. Haggerty can run. He scores easily for three ball game. Frazier will get the stop sign. Julio with his third hit. Picks up an RBI at 74th in the Mariners. So that RBI double to left field to score Sam Haggerty would make the Detroit lead only one run. It would make it 4-3. However, the Mariners could not come up in the end. They would end up losing 4-3 to Detroit. But on a very worrisome note, very worrisome note, in the bottom of the ninth with two outs, Sam Haggerty got a base hit single up the, up the you know, ground ball up the middle to get him on first base. He ended up stealing with Carlos Santana pinch hitting. And when he was stealing the space, he was safe. However, when he was sliding into second base, he pulled his groin. Okay, he pulled his groin with two outs in the ninth inning. One out left. We 
might have just lost Sam Haggerty for the entire playoffs. Now, nobody knows the extent of this injury and if he actually pulled it, but it's very, very worrisome. Very worrisome. He's one of our best hitters. It's debatable right now, but he's he has been dropping off lately, but he is still one of our best guys to have in certain situations. And on top of that, he's fast. He's a great pitch runner to have in the playoffs if you need him to steal a base. He can get it, just like Julio. But Julio can't just like come in the game and pinch run, you know? We need him in the game hitting, too. It would be like, imagine you get Carlos Santana on first base in a clutch situation. You pinch hit Sam Haggerty, or pinch run, excuse me, Sam Haggerty, and boom, that's a stolen base. Like, Sam Haggerty is probably our second fastest guy. Close to Dylan Moore, same, you know, right there. He might be faster than Julio at times. So what I'm saying is just like, it's a big loss when it comes to speed for the Mariners and out like a great position, like utility guy who can play anywhere. So hopefully it's not as bad as it sounds, but it looked pretty dang bad. So very worrisome thought to leave the game on. They lose 4-3. They probably lose Sam Haggerty. We'll have to see. I think it's a guarantee you lose him. It looked very bad. He had to be helped off the field. Anyways, the win goes to Garcia. He went 6.2 innings, only gave up five hits. Not a bad performance from the Detroit starting pitcher. Kirby obviously gets a loss. He gave he allowed a home run. He allowed them to foul off 32 pitches. He he struggled. So that didn't help. Their record now falls to 87 and 72. 87 and 72. In their last 10 games, they're five and five, 500 record. They now need to win three in a row to tie last season's record at 90 and 72. So that would mean they have to win the doubleheader tomorrow and the last game of the season. So their standings after this loss, they still remain in the wild card two spot. However, they are now five games back to Toronto, which means Toronto has clinched the first wild card, which also means Toronto gets home field advantage in the wild card game one versus two. So whether that be the Mariners or Tampa Bay, they would have to go to, to t- Toronto, obviously. Now, it also means that Mariners are going to be playing on the road no matter what. Whether they fall in the wild card two spot, they're playing in Toronto. If they fall in the wild card three spot, they're playing in Cleveland against the Guardians. So that's an interesting, you know, take. Do we want them to play on the road? I mean, I think I've been expecting it. I didn't think we would have the first wild card. So I'm not totally freaking out about it. I think they can win on the road, especially against Cleveland. And I I do think we can beat Toronto on the road. I think it will be a fun series, though, nonetheless. But we are still a game and a half up on Tampa Bay, who has now lost three straight. It's like Tampa Bay is trying to play Cleveland. Hmm, I wonder why, because maybe it's an easier opponent. I don't know. So, you know. That, that, that's really, you know, tough loss today. Very worrisome more on the Sam Haggerty note. That's what I'm most upset about, I think. But tomorrow, it is a doubleheader. These are the makeup games. Obviously, this whole series is the makeup series for um, the lockout at the beginning of the year that went into the first week of the baseball season. So the two games, the starters, the first game for game one at 3.10 p.m., will be Chris Flexen, who we haven't seen start a game in a while. That'll be fun to see. I'm interested to see how he does. And then in game two, it's supposed to be a bullpen start. Uh, excuse me, start. 
Um, they do get to add a roster position in a double header situation. It is believed to be Sheffield from AAA, Justin Sheffield. Sheffield. I don't know if anybody remembers him. Great, great pitcher. Not too terrible. He might come up and maybe make that start in game two for three, four innings, and then the bullpen will take care of the rest. So we'll see how the bullpen is going to be big tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. I think they, I mean, I think it'd be cool. I, I want to finish the season 90 and 72, whether I don't really care if we're wild card two or three. I do think Cleveland's an easier opponent, but I, I'm not going to sit here and say, guys, it'd be really good if we just lost our last three games and see if Tampa Bay wins their next three so we can be the last wild card. That's ridiculous to say as a as a baseball fan. It's not like that. You, you're going to play to the best you can. Now, I hope we just finish 1972 because it'd be really cool to tie a record last year and say, yeah, two seasons in a row, nine, we had 90 wins. That, that's cool to say. Yeah, we were a 90-win ball club. So I think that that's the most important important thing. Let's just win these games. I don't. Who cares about the opponent? And I don't. I don't believe in just trying to lose games and go into wild card three. I think it's a stupid thing to do. Anyways, that's all I have for you guys. Tough loss today. Even more tough loss than Sam Haggerty. Let's see how the doubleheader goes. If you're listening today, let's see how it goes today. Ball game is at 3.10 p.m. The second game starts depending on whether or not how long the game goes in game one of the doubleheader. So I'll leave it at that. Thank you. I'm your host, Jack Powers, and thank you for listening to The Swing Podcast.